0: This is Radio Influence.
1: (laughs) Ah flavor flavor. Please tell your neighbors Ian Beckles with Flavor in your ear <laughs> Wake up, sports, music, and fashion Best of podcasting What's going on now and what's soon to happen Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them Make sure you listen Ian Beckles with the Flavor in your ear The voice of the people's ear Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles flavor. And welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear We made it through the week It is a beautiful Friday And uh you know, it's it's a different time of the year right now. You know, it, it, when it's July, it's a different feel. When it's December, it's a different feel. Now getting into September, the NFL is right around the corner. We had our first game yesterday. That means it's official. We are into the NFL season, which is a beautiful thing. Uh, I see Tiger Woods is in the hunt, so I'll be watching a little golf this weekend. We have college football which is a lot different than going back to February and you I found myself watching, you know, pick up football and uh, uh, rugby and some off sports like that. So it's, it's, we're down to the nitty gritty and the real sports are upon us now. And I'm pretty happy about that whole thing. I was supposed to be heading to New Orleans to watch the Buccaneers play the Saints in New Orleans and have some wonderful food. Um, my people from Blue Moon Aviation were going to, uh, fly us over there in a private jet and uh, it was going to be my first uh, experience with Airbnb and I guess the all the weather that went through this week and the different uh, messed up hangars, I guess it couldn't be done so uh, that whole situation was thwarted and uh, that field trip will have to be Push forward to maybe later on in this season. But we are definitely going to get that done. But it is football season. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's going on. But the big talk, you know, in the last couple weeks really. And really been vamped up in the last week or so. With what's going on with Nike. Is the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. When it first came out. I remember saying, man, I mean, that's. Nike's taking a big chance. And they, they took a chance. I mean, it's not. It's not like Nike went out of their way to sign some controversial athlete. Colin Kaepernick was already signed with them. He just re-upped. So it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't like they went and sought after Colin Kaepernick. He's been a part of their family for a long time. And when they came out, and they came out with the meme talking about his sacrifices. Uh, Listen, if you talk about the meme itself, it's right on point. I mean, he sacrificed a lot. There's, a, there's quite a few players that have knelt, and there's only one player that's sacrificed, and that's Colin Kaepernick. So I'll be damned if it wasn't right on point. Now, there were some funny memes that I've seen since. There's a funny Mike Tyson one, and I saw a funny Pootie Tang one. Um, there was a Pat Tillman one, which I thought I, I, at first was real, uh, but wasn't. Um and it just, at first, I thought it was a chance that Nike was taking. When it's all over, it might be one of the uh, best million dollars they've ever spent. And I don't, I don't know how much they gave Colin Kaepernick to, for him to be their spokesperson. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, there's a whole lot of buzz going on for one little meme. They haven't shown a shoe. They haven't shown anything just one little meme and one little passage and that's it and there's been some good discussions come about and uh, it makes me makes you say mmm every once in a while you know when you look at some of the companies that have been affected throughout the years with spokespeople uh, and you would not see a ruckus you saw people burning their Nike shoes now you have People, and from what I've seen, it was Caucasian people. I'm sure there was some black people too, but uh, in the ones that I've seen. So you have Caucasian people burning their shoes because a black athlete that didn't kneel for the anthem. So they're going to burn the shoes that were made by 12-year-old Asian kids. The whole thing is stupid, okay? You burning your Nike shoes, you really think? That's gonna make a difference. You really do. You think it's gonna make a difference with Nike? It's not. You can burn all you want, and what the from the outsiders looking in, you're looking at some of these companies like Subway. Subway had Jarrett was touching little boys all over the. People they didn't boycott Subway. That's all good. You know what? I don't see people boycotting the church. And I tell you what, some of them church members be touching little boys for a long time and they've been getting away with it. My thing is how is, who got hurt? Who did Colin Kaepernick hurt other than himself? Colin Kaepernick didn't hurt anybody other than himself. So, you know, that whole thing with Colin Kaepernick going through, um, protesters everywhere. And the sad part is what I'm when I'm watching this, nobody's talking about police brutality. Mm. Nobody ever. It's always just about mm. kneeling. And if you look back to the origin of where it came from, I guess the origin of, of it was a green beret told Colin Kaepernick to protest that way. A green beret told him to do that. And after he did that, everybody went batshit crazy And it was against the military and it was against the flag. No, he was against police brutality, against African-Americans. Nobody has remembered that. Nobody brings it up. And I don't know if anybody really cares anymore. I really don't. It's to the point now people just want to be mad. People just want to be right, wrong, and indifferent. I got this email. And by the way, if you guys ever have any questions for me, it's Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, we have my guy, Brad, uh, who was emailing me and basically talking about the whole Kyle and Kaepernick situation. And he ended up by saying what I just said. As long as everyone tries to prove they're right, nothing will be solved. Agreed. It's always about Democrat, Republican, right, left, right, wrong. It's never issues. It's never, let's look at the issue. Never. I don't know if there's, like, there's not even really supposed to be Two sides to this argument. Everybody, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, left, right, doesn't matter. You should want to stop police brutality against African Americans. I think, I would think everybody would want to stop that. And it's not turned into that, it's turned into Colin Kaepernick and his knee and the collusion that's really happening in the NFL. But then there's no doubt in my mind that that is collusion to the 10th power. So we're forgetting the message. Nobody's getting the message. And I guess what's hard about this is, you know, Nike, who was ready to follow the sword, and they did somewhat. But I'm, like I said, they're going to they're gonna be fine in the end. Um, it's really hard for them to come across with any kind of message because as much as we would like to stop police brutality against African-Americans in the United States of America— we also have a lot of respect for, for for cops and the 98% of the cops that are doing things the right way. So it's not like Nike can put a commercial out there of a cop beating an African-American kid because nobody's going to be happy with that situation. So, you know, people are going to wear Nikes. People are not going to wear Nikes. People are going to protest. That's going to be the way it is, but it's still a very, very touchy situation. It's touchy because what Colin Kaepernick is saying, I believe everybody believes and that's, we need to take a good look at police brutality, but everybody's caught up in that knee and it's always, it's, it's all about the knee. And unfortunately it's not about the message that he was trying to get across. Now we lost a, uh, an FSU grad this week, Burt Reynolds. I, I had the pleasure of meeting Bert a couple of times. Um, he would always come to training camp and, with his hair just quite right, never quite, didn't move much. Uh, but Burt Reynolds was uh, was an old school pimp and uh, don't know how great his acting was, but found himself in some pretty darn good roles. So uh, he's a Florida State guy, a Florida guy, and uh, definitely uh, Burt Reynolds is, is going to be missed. Now, for somebody who, I don't watch a whole lot of television television, um, I find myself watching mostly just sports and political stuff now, and I don't know if there's any, any much else. I'm a, I was a big Anthony Bourdain fan. I'm, I, I like cooking. I like food. I like eating out and enjoying wonderful food. He seemed like a guy that enjoyed his his world and uh, somebody who committed suicide from depression. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting. I guess the final episodes of his show it's coming out, Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown And this, you know, these are shows that he was cutting while he committed suicide. I think it's going to be interesting just to see his demeanor and whether there's any signs that, you know, he was going through some tough times. So um, I I believe that shows coming out on Viceland uh, and probably uh, CNN as well. So Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, that's going to be hopefully coming out in a little while. And you definitely want to jump on, on, on top of that. Now, some other things that were happening in the uh, in our world is I got a chance to go to Boca Grande last week to go fishing with Captain Marco. Everybody's been talking about Red Tide, which Red Tide has definitely affected our waterways. Um, Captain Marco is a guy who's, who tags uh, Goliath Grouper, and you have to have a special permit to do that. Uh, we actually brought one in and tagged that day. My son got a chance to uh, freehand one in, about 150 pounds. And... Uh, He said during Red Tide, 98 Goliath grouper died. That's a big number. Of those big old fish, 98 Goliath grouper died and 68 were tagged by him. So uh, Red Tide is something that has definitely uh, affected our waters. And let's hope it gets the hell out of here. And, you know, you've heard stuff with the politicians are pulling back on on the money that's going to help aid the waters. Well, you know what? Uh, The water's. Uh, put a whole lot of money in our pockets and that red tide uh, took a lot of money out of people's pockets because I know some people at Anna Maria and Sarasota and Siesta Key who rent out places and there wasn't nobody going. There wasn't nobody going. So um, let's hope that they get that thing all cleaned up. Now, it could be worse. You could have an earthquake like they did in Japan and there's 3 million people without power three million people without power. And we've heard that some of the people in uh, Puerto Rico are just now getting their power back. I just don't know if we can survive in this country without our power for a whole year. I I just don't think personally, I don't think I can make it for without power for a whole year. I guess uh, I'm just spoiled like that. Now, there's been a lot of shenanigans and tomfoolery happening in our White House. We, we know that. Um, I don't know if the White House has ever been in disarray like it is right now because uh, everybody, I don't think anybody trusts anybody else. Uh, they're pulling up old tapes, new tapes, uh, doctored tapes. Uh, nobody knows who's on whose side. You know when you talk about you know people coming from inside op ed. I I haven't heard the word. I haven't heard op ed ever. I had to look it up. I don't know what op ed is. Uh, op ed means a snitch, pretty much. Uh, no, but there's op ed people calling out the president. And what I think is so funny about this whole situation is me sitting back watching this and hearing what everybody's saying about this op-ed writer in the New York Times, nobody's saying that the person, man or woman, isn't right. They're just saying they're a snitch. Nobody's saying that's not happening. The president didn't say it didn't happen. The president's just saying you're a snitch. And the president doesn't play that. I'm telling you, whoever it is, whoever spoke out against the president, is going to be outed promise. And if he doesn't, if he or she doesn't come out, the president's going to weed through everybody because he doesn't play that. You know, he doesn't play that. The president will fire somebody for even looking at him wrong. And, you know, he's coming out and talking about, you know, this is treasonous. So, you know, this is what's kind of, yeah, I guess complicated after over the whole thing. Okay. You know, when you talked about Colin Kaepernick and this is what I'm hearing in sports radio and some of the other talk talk shows. Well, what about the socks that he wore with the, with the pigs on him for the cops? Okay. Is that, a, is that a smart thing to do? Probably not. Is that him speaking out against the cops? It is. Um, do the, are some cops, I've called cops pigs before. Uh, are all cops good? Nope, they're not. And the ones that are bad, we can call pigs. Now, that's one of the main reasons why people hate Colin Kaepernick. Now, our president speaks out against the whole FBI and the whole Department of Justice. Yet, that's okay. He's speaking out against all of them. They're all bad. They're all against him. And boy, the way he looks now, it just seems like everybody is against our president. And he's going to clean house. He's going to go in there and he's going to clean house. There's no way in the next two years there's one person that you recognize their name. Not until – like he, everybody in that house has to have 100% agreement with what he believes in. I think we're seeing that now. And now you, you hear him talking about bringing up amendments that I've never really heard of. The 25th Amendment – Basically, it's for removing loony bin presidents, I guess. Six more years of this. I mean, some people are saying that our president is loony, is a loony bin. That's what they're saying. I can't say they're wrong. I I don't know him. I know he makes some decisions that makes me believe he's got a little loony bin in him. And then you have people like Ron Paul that are suggesting that everybody take a lie detector test to find out who the op-ed writer is. Well, if they're taking lie detector tests in the government, before anybody takes a lie detector test to tell John Donald Trump who the op-ed person is, they may turn and say, Donald, you take it. You take the test. Because anytime Donald Trump takes a lie detector test, he's going to be in trouble. And everybody else around him is going to be in trouble, that's for sure. And the thing is, you know, with the New York Times, them writing this, supposedly, like the New York Times is a credible rag, okay? It's credible. Although the president will let you believe otherwise. From what what they said is the person who said it is a credible person. And the person who said it is somebody who we know that person. We know what they've accomplished. So this is going to get good. But when you're talking about senior officials, okay, vowing to save the country, and save the country against our president. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. We're going to save the country against our president. So people from within are trying to save us from us. Boy, it's that's a tough situation for me. I, I mean, if you're a Republican or Democrat, it's got to scare you a little bit. When Republicans are saving us from us, that's got to scare you a little, little bit. I mean, it scares me a little bit, that's for sure. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. I hope you want what's best for our country. And uh, some of the decisions that are being made right now seem that they're more to cover asses than what's best for our country. And with all the shit going on with All the Koreas and, you know, all the craziness around our world. It seems like our country is spending a whole lot of time and effort um, and energy in finding who's snitching within our party. And that's, you know, that's not helping anybody. It's not going to help anybody now uh, or ever. So um, it it ain't never going to be 100 percent not for Donald Trump. Um, It wasn't 100 percent for anybody. But it's sure glaring right now because it ain't pretty whatsoever. If you guys have any questions for me, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. I have a couple other podcasts and counting. Uh, we have a cannabis podcast, and we also have In the Trenches, which is a football podcast. It's going to get juicy here because we're actually playing some real football. The Buccaneers are going to be playing in New Orleans on Sunday. Um, let's pray for them. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's stacking up to uh, to them, for them. So we'll see how that all turns out. But In the Trenches comes out on Monday. Cannabis podcast comes out on Wednesday. And this is Flavor the Year, which comes out every Friday. I appreciate you guys listening in. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your golf. And please be safe. Peace out.
0: To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter at Ian Beckles. And check out dignitaryradio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles' Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence.
1: flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's here that flavor in your ear, flavor. Bringing that flavor, in your ear. flavor. In your ear.
0: flavor. This is a Jim Fannin Show Quick Fix on Radio Influence. How is success getting up one more time from defeat? And those are little micro defeats uh, when expectations don't meet reality. Two major defeats when big expectations don't meet reality. And uh, if you get knocked down, how do you get back up? And it's this kind of grit uh, that I, I believe our entire society was built on. Uh, Our country was built on this type of success of how the downtrodden, the underprivileged, uh, the little guy uh, still has a shot in a democracy uh, of America. And it's a matter of vision. It's a matter of goals. There is some talent involved, definitely, but there is no talent, really, of getting back up one more time from a defeat. That's just a decision. Uh, That's a decision. It's a brave, it's a courageous decision. And uh, not everybody makes that. But if you really want to be successful and you're going after your visions, your dreams, if you have abnormal dreams, you got to think in an abnormal way. And one of those abnormal ways of thinking is get back up The Jim Fannin Show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.